is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. You reach my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is January 14th, 2022. It is currently 1.57 a.m. in the morning. I'm up late doing my thing, fixing photos, and talking to you folks. <laughs> it's been a long day, everyone. It's been a really long day. I, you know, Lately, the reason why I have not been podcasting lately, and I must apologize, I love to talk to you folks. I really do. I love my audience. It's really a lot of fun. Thank you so much for all the positive feedback. Um, you know, sometimes I get emails from clients of mine who say, you know, Steve, we love your podcast. Where are you folks? I really like to listen to you. They love my opinion. I love giving my opinion. Uh, they love the updates in my life. You know, this thing is kind of like my journal, right? But, you know, I've just been so busy lately with my uh, uh, house being under construction. And what makes things a little more d- difficult right now is because, uh, you know, here's the thing. When you are remodeling your house, right, or doing any home improvement on your house, you really can't leave the professionals alone. I mean, if you tell them, hey, you know what, here's the plans, just remodel, remodel it the way we planned it out, the way we talked it out, <laughs> make sure you're there as they work. Don't let them alone. Because a lot of times, they have, you know, a lot of times things don't go according to a plan. I mean, they're like, it's like a wedding, right? Things don't go according to how you mapped it out. And a lot of times, these contractors, these, you know, these architects, everyone out there, these, uh, you know, the, the framers, they want to have some feedback. They run into problems. They, they, ask, they want to ask you, is this okay? We found this problem here. What do we do now? And these problems are always popping up every single day. Someone needs to be there at the house telling them what to do, what your vision is, and how things may change. So recently, things have, things have changed a little bit. A little for the better, a little bit for the more to make our our, the, our living room look a lot more awesome. And then we had a little we had a little curveball thrown at us because when we took out our cabinets, now we knew our cabinets were termite eaten, and we thought that the termites would just stay within the cabinets because the cab the cabinets they like they really like soft wood. They would never go into the termite treated wood, which is the house. The all of the house is termite treated. That would never happen. Well, guess what? It happened. It happened. And now we don't have bad termite damage, but a few beams. And again, these beams can be supporting beams have bad termite damage. So we're going to have to fix that. We're going to, this home improvement, uh, uh, I guess, uh, project has turned into a blessing because if we had not caught this termite damage, well, things may have gotten pretty bad. All right. Things have gotten, may have gotten really, really bad. Who knows what, what would happen if you have a supporting beam and that collapse and all of a sudden your house is under stress. Okay, so that's not a good thing. So luckily, we saved that. We we saved it before things got worse. They're gonna they're gonna replace the beams that need replacing. It's, um, it's gonna be a pretty big job, but you know what? It's better that it's done now than later, right? So that's why I've been kind of not podcasting as often as I would like to, and I'm now out from the kitchen area back into my regular spot, my little home office in the corner. That and that's pretty much you know, been been restored back to almost normal. Um, I still have a lot of my kitchen equipment that's in here, so we're still not totally normal. But, you know, once everything goes back to, um, I guess, what it was, maybe I'll post a few pictures on the website, and you can take a look at the finished product. My living room, which is now a great room, 
is going to look like a deep ocean. It, it, it's, it's pretty neat. I mean, they're putting epoxy stuff on there. They're going to paint that, paint that living room, which is huge, like a great room, like an ocean. And it's going to look awesome. I can't wait till it's finally done. People are going to freak out. It's going to, like, the whole living room area, the great room area, is going to look like a gigantic ocean with islands in it. And, it's, and uh, the artist over there who's doing it, the flooring guys, I think they're going to do a really good job. I'm going to be meeting with them tomorrow and telling them my complete idea. So it's going to look really cool. Now, what do I want to talk about? I got a lot of things on my mind. You know, one of the things, you know, I just want to quote Kamala Harris for you folks, because she's been saying things that are just so inspirational. Um, so yesterday, she was on, uh, I guess, NBC or one of the, the, the news stations that I don't watch. And she said this, it is time for us to do what we have been doing. And that time is every day. <laughs> okay. Now, I read this quote over and over again. I saw the quote in full context. She was talking about, I guess, the plan to fight COVID. People, it is time for us to do what we have been doing. And that time is every day. What in the world is she talking about? This lady is smoking something because she is just trying to pull inspiration right out of her ass. You know, there are some people out there who are natural poets. Uh, one of my ministers, uh, <laughs> he, can, he can pull poetry out from the air. When, when couples say, we want our, our wedding to be this inspirational. Not, and he's not scripted. But he just spits out poetry left and right. When I finish listening to the, the, the ceremony, even I'm inspired. I'm like, holy crap. This is some really good stuff. And the next ceremony is not the same from the last. He just pulled this out of the air. In the moment, this guy can just ad-lib. It's amazing. It's like freestyle rapping, except for him, it's freestyle poetry. Now, Kamala Harris... She can't freestyle rap. She can't do freestyle poetry. I'm sorry. She has to be scripted. But when she's not scripted, oh my God. Even when she's scripted, it's oh my God. It's completely horrible. <sighs> All right, people. I've been talking a little while. I want to cut to commercial. I'm going to cut to commercial. I will be right back. I hope you're going to be tuning in. I got some news I want to share with you. Hey, what's going on everyone? It's Scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So, my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So, that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Alright everyone, welcome back to my podcast. This is Scriptwriter Steve, in case you're wondering. Uh, you know, wouldn't that be crazy if I come back from commercial and it's not me? <laughs> if that ever happens, uh, I just hope that person who comes back is not a better podcaster than I am. You know, I'm getting pretty... I think I'm getting better at doing this podcasting thing. You know, I'm not a professional. I never went to broadcasting school before. Uh, I'm just talking on my cell phone. You know, some people have said the quality sounds really, really good. I'm really thankful. I'm really thankful for that. And the music, I'm just turning up and down the volume, and that music is just pouring down into my cell phone. How do you like that? That's pretty cool, right? 
Um, it's not the best mixing. It's not even professional by any means, but it works. It really works. So what do I want to talk about right now? I want to talk about Omicron, Hawaii, and lying politicians in Hawaii. Now, why does this apply to you, especially if you're listening to, to the in the mainland or maybe in Iran? You're one of my four listeners. I think I'm down to four. I think my other two listeners passed away somehow because I'm looking on my I'm looking on my stats and I only have four listeners from Iran. All right, where's my other two? You guys out there in Iran, you guys need to share my podcast more. All right, I'm I'm calling you out. You need to share it more. So we have to have at least ten. Because the other two, we, you know, they keep killing two of you off like almost every week. I'm sorry, you know, I'm not sure. What, I'm not sure what Iran, why, why Iranians don't like me over there. You know, I should have a lot more podcast, uh, podcast followers there. I'm kidding. I like the kid. I, I, I really do. Okay, back to this. Now, here's what pisses me off. Okay, here's, you know, I'm a compulsive complainer, right? That, that, that's why I'm pretty good at doing this. But um, I write these status, uh, these Facebook status updates, and uh, you know sometimes I'll get messages from some of my friends who are doctors, and they keep telling me, "Steve, what the hell are you doing? You're not a doctor. Stop going out there and posting things as though you're an epidemiologist because whatever you're posting, you're just looking like an idiot." And I ask them, "Well." Okay, fine. I understand that I'm a wedding planner. I'm a, you know, I'm, I don't make as much money as you folks do. But can you please tell me where I am wrong? And they say, they start off by saying, well, Fauci said, that's how they start off their scientific argument. Well, Fauci said, and I tell them, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Stop the train. Scientific debate does not start with Fauci said. Now, I told them, I just want you to reason with me right here because I just laid out the facts. And they told me, well, I don't want to read that. And I tell them, read it. And they're saying, okay, I read it, but I don't agree with it. And by the way, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And they delete me as a friend. They block me as a friend. And then all of a sudden, I'll get another message from them when I start like you know, putting up more facts out there because they can't stand it. They can't stand, I, I talked to one of my friends who talks to them, they can't stand that I'm correct 100% of the time when it came to this COVID thing, and Fauci has been wrong 100% of the time. They say, well, I don't, I'm not sure why Steve is so right, because he shouldn't be right. He's just a wedding planner. I'm a doctor. Fauci is a scientist. Why is he right for? <laughs> it's because I'm practicing you know, ninth grade statistics and Fauci isn't practicing anything, all right? And the politicians are just freaking lying. All right, so let's get to some numbers. I got some real numbers to work with, by the way, which is very, it's very strange to get real numbers from the Department of Health. It's not, they, now the numbers they're releasing are not fully the, the 100% true numbers because they want to keep us somewhat in the dark. Um, you know, they want to keep us somewhat guessing because they don't tell us the whole truth and nothing but the truth, right? We're, we're, we're pretty sure about that. And that narrative, you know, replicates itself in every single state out there, including red states for the most part, all right? Some red states. Now, what do we know what's happening here in Hawaii? Currently, there are 331 people who are hospitalized with COVID. With COVID, not because of COVID, but with COVID. I'll just take that for whatever it's worth. I say that, why don't I just say that's 100% true? And they came out on the news and said 42% of those 331 people 
are vaccinated. Now, they never gave us an amount. I had to do the math myself. So what is 42% of 331 people, right, patients? That's 139. 139 uh, patients are vaccinated. Now, what does that leave us with? 192. So that means 192 patients who are hospitalized with COVID are unvaccinated. Okay. Now, what does the, what do they want to tell us there? They're saying that there's, you know, the vast majority of people who are hospitalized are unvaccinated. All right. That's what they're saying. And the lieutenant governor just came out there and said, well, you know, right now, if you, if you're not vaccinated, you have a 6.4 more times, more chance, 6.4 more chance time, wait, 6.4 times more chance of ending up in the hospital if you are not vaccinated. Okay, fine. Let's take him for his word because our lieutenant governor used to be a doctor and he's just you know, giving us the right numbers. He said 6.4 times more of a chance of ending up in the hospital if you are not vaccinated. Look at the numbers, 192 unvaccinated versus 139 vaccinated. Oh, that's horrible. That is horrible, right? Okay. So my, my friends who are doctors say, look at that. The doc, the, that's, what, that's what the stats say. That's what the stats say. So stop complaining. Just listen. Listen, listen, listen. Get your booster shot. If you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated, right? That's what the, my friends who are doctors, doctors who are saying. Hey, by the way, get your kids vaccinated. Now, Here's where things get a little more tricky, all right? Now, you have to follow me here. Just follow me. 139 patients are vaccinated. How many residents in Hawaii are vaccinated? Vaccinated. We have a number. That's 1.3 million residents are vaccinated, all right? 1.3 million residents are vaccinated. Of those 1.3 million residents... 139 of them are hospitalized. So what does that give us? That means you have a point, when you divide those numbers, all right, that means you have point, a 0.01% chance, oh, I'm sorry, not chance, 0.01% of the vaccinated residents of Hawaii are in the hospital. So, so 139 is 0.01% of 1.3 million. Now, Right now, they're saying that we have 1.6 million people in the state. Now, I believe we have 2 million people, but why don't we just say, why don't we just take them for the word and they say that we have 1.6 million residents in the state of Hawaii? That's fine. We'll, we'll take, we'll take their numbers. So then we divide 192 into 300,000 because that's the remaining residents, right? From the 1.6. 1 1.3 minus 1.6 is 300,000. So we divide 192 to three, um, into 300,000. And what do you get? You get 0.064%. So 0.064% of unvaccinated residents are in the hospital. Okay? That's the truth right here. 0.04, versus 0.064%. So it's still a little higher percentage, you know, for the unvaccinated, even though there's less numbers, Okay. So when you hear the lieutenant governor say you have 6.4 times more of a chance, all he is doing is dividing 0.01 into 0.064. That's how he gets the 6.4 times, all right? But here, let's put that into context. He's dividing these percentages by a hundredth of a percent. 
Okay, a hundredth of a percent. So 0.01% divided into 0.064%. It goes in there 6.4 times. Okay, if you're still not following me here, we're going to flip these numbers here, and we're just going to divide it by one. Okay, so 0.01. So if you are vaccinated, you have a 99.98% chance of not being in the hospital. If you are unvaccinated, you have a 99.936% chance of not being in the hospital. Both are good odds. Both are good odds. That's the truth about it. And they're playing with numbers, doing the 6.4 times percent. You know, it's, it's total baloney. It's total baloney because they're dealing with a hundredth of a percent. This is the equivalent of saying, you know what? You have a much better chance when you play... McDonald's Monopoly, you have a much better chance of getting Park Place than Boardwalk. So you, you better try for, you better put your hopes on Park Place rather than Boardwalk, you know, be, because you have a 6.4 times better chance. They're both hard to get. They're really both hard to get, you know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Your odds are not high if you are vaccinated or unvaccinated when it comes to the Omicron. None whatsoever. And the question is that why should you take that chance? Why should your kids take that chance? Because by the way, oh, <laughs> there are zero kids in the, in the ER right now with COVID. So they have a 0% chance of winding up in the hospital. Why should they? Why should they get vaccinated with an experimental vaccine that you have no idea what the long-term effects are going to be? Now let the elderly, you know, take that risk because they are, they are at a higher risk. Let the elderly take the boosters. But why tell people, why tell healthy young kids or healthy young females, you know, hey, go ahead and take this experimental vaccine when there are, I guess, ev- when there is evidence of vaccine injuries happening. There are people out there getting vaccine injured. Now it's not a very high percentage, but it's still a percentage. It's still a low percent, but apparently, you know, the, the, the lieutenant governor is, is playing with hundreds of a percent. Well, it's actually the people who are getting injured from vaccines, from these mRNA vaccines, are it's higher than a hundredth of a percent. It's more like 0.5%. 0.5%. So we're dealing with a tenth of a percent. So in a way, I can toy with this and saying you are about 100 times more likely to get to get um to get injured by a vaccine than you are to go into a hospital unvaccinated. I could toy with the numbers with that, even though it's completely bogus. I'm not going to play those numbers games. But all, I, all I'll tell you is that, well, for the majority of us, we're going to be okay if we take the vaccine. And again, the majority of us, we're going to be okay if we don't take the vaccine. Because right now, Omicron has has mutated 32 times on the, on the antigen spikes. And we're dealing with a two-year-old medication that really can't bond to these COVID spikes. Not at all. That's why people still get infected. That's why you can still pass it on. And that's why, that's why if you get infected and recover, the antibodies created from the Omicron virus are much more sticky and sticky when it comes to other viruses. And that's why Omicron is literally wiping out Delta. 
I'll tell you what, people. Omicron is a Christmas gift from the heavens. It won't send most of us to the hospital. It won't kill most of us. You're going to get it. Odds are you may have already had it. This thing spreads like wildfire. My contractors who are over here, there's a really high chance that they gave it to myself. They gave it to me because after he got it, he gave it to his other, other, uh, one of my, one of the painters got it. He gave it to his friend over there who's a contractor. And then my, my throat became scratchy. I had a slight headache. And for, for one or two days, it was gone. It was really gone. I, 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 I racked up on my quercetin. It was great. Complete, completely good. I was in and out really, really quick. Some people, though, one of my Facebook friends, they, they're getting hit with the coronavirus a little bit harder. I'm not sure why, but they are. So their immune system is getting a little bit harder. I don't know why, but again, I think if they were on ivermectin, if they were on quercetin, you know, it would be gone within a couple of days. That, that's all I'm saying. But here, here we go. The hospitals, the, the DOH, the Department of Health, the Lieutenant Governor here in Hawaii are just playing with numbers. Now, when you hear about these hospitalized things happening in your, in your state, take the number, when they say, when they break it down for you between the vaccinated and unvaccinated, extrapolate that data because you can look in your state or in your county and find out how many people are actually vaccinated and divide the number. You're going to find out that it really doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not when it comes to Omicron. The chance of you going into the hospital are slim to none. You have a better chance of going into the hospital from falling on a bicycle. Now, just to let you know, uh, for the residents out there who listen to my podcast, I know there's a lot of locals to do. Um, cases are officially trending downwards. All right. The seven day moving average has actually moved down. It's really great news. Uh, at one time we were having about 4,200, 4,500 cases per day. Now we're down to about 3,500, uh, 3,200. One day I think we had about 1,500. So the, there's definitely st- a, a st- statistical movement downwards. And it's moving downwards, not because of vaccines. Well, here's the really funny thing, people. Here's the really funny thing. The the lieutenant governor comes out and says, it looks as though we're leveling out right now. And that's because uh, um, the vaccines are working. How can the vaccines be working if if, uh, people who get infected with Omicron who are vaccinated can still spread Omicron? The The reason why the cases are going down is that number one, People just aren't testing as much because we, with Omicron, we don't feel sick. You can get, you can get it and you won't even know. That's how much of a blessing Omicron is. All right. You'd be, Oh, wow. You know, I have Omicron. I, I didn't even know I had Omicron. Right. That, that's how you know. Okay. On top of that, on top of that, um, herd immunity. Is, is the only way out of this, this entire virus. This, herd immunity is the only way out of this pandemic. And right now, it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not, you're going to be getting infected and you're going to, be, you're going to become part of the herd. And that's, way, that's the way this pandemic will end. And it looks as though this is the final straw for COVID-19. All right? Just letting you know that. All right, people. Keeping this podcast short here, I promise I'll be podcasting more. I want to talk about Carson Wentz, you know. My next podcast is going to be about football. I'm sorry for all of you people out there who are not into football. It's going to be about football. I want to clear the air about Carson Wentz. Is he a good quarterback? Is he a bad quarterback? You have to tune in tomorrow. Talk to you soon, people. 
All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.